0: Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Perke Avos, this year where we talk a Mishnah of Perke Avos per day. With sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We have made it to chapter 3. We have made it to Parak Gimel here on season 5 of the TPA with the commentary of the Sfornal and the notes and translation and explanations of Rabbi Palkovitz. Look at the beginning, the intro of Parak Gimel as we introduce each Parak here in Parak. I Kol Yisrael Yeshem Chelak the Olam Haba. All of Israel has a share in the world to come. All of Israel, anyone can get that chalik. You just have to put in the effort, the heshtalas. You have to do the mitzvah, do the chesed, do the Torah learning every single day. Everyone can get that share. Everyone has a share. God forbid they lose a share, but to begin with they have a share, they have a chalik. Shenemar, as it says, All your people are righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. Netzer matai, I they are the branch of my planting Maasa Yadai my handiwork Lehispair in which to take pride. We are all righteous. Look at yourself as a righteous person, even if you do a lot of bad, even if you do a lot of sins, the like Gamara says even the biggest sinner has mitzus like a pomegranate, like a rebone. 613 mitzvahs or more, somehow, some way, still doing good things. So, Gachas, Kama, Vekama, Benoni, or a regular guy who does a lot of bad, is still a good person, still has a lot of good. Look at yourself as a tzaddik. Remember, you can inherit the land. Hashem gives you a land here, Eretz Yisrael to inherit, but also allum Haba, your land, your planting, your your... Your vineyard, keviachal, in the next world, your spot, your lot in the next world can be inherited. Remember, you are the branch of Hashem. You are a divine spark inside of you. You are Hashem's child, Hashem's creation. You're the branch of Hashem, His handiwork. Make sure to take pride in yourself. Make sure to take pride that you are a Jew, that you can learn Torah, that you can do that you can do chesed, you can make the world better. And then maybe you can really grasp your chilek in Olam Haba. And the way to do that, is to go through Pirkei, see the moral teachings, the ethical teachings, how we could live our lives, in a good way, and how we could try to get, as many mitzvahs, as much chesed, as much Torah learning, as is possible. So let's look at three one. let Let's see what Gimel Aleph says. Aqavi'a ben, ben mahal Omer. Aqavi'a ben Mehalo says, Histakil Consider, think about three things. And you will not come into the grip of sin. Think about these three things that will help you avoid sin. Know where you came from. And where you are going after 120 years. Who are you going to give justification and reckoning in front of? Hashem, God Himself. Where did you come from? From a little putrid drop. The DNA of your dad and your mom came together and made the, the zygote, made the embryo, made the fetus, made the baby. And eventually the child became an adult. You came from a little, little bit of DNA. Where are you going? You're going to the ground. You're going to the dust. You're going to the worms. You're going to the maggots. How can you have any pride and arrogance when you realize that after 120 years, like everyone else, you're going to be in the ground. How can anyone think they're so great, so wonderful? No one in life has cheated death, except for a few exceptions, obviously. They say about Yaakov, maybe he didn't die, because they talk about the the nefesh of Yaakov, they talk about Eliyahu he was taken, up to Hashem in a heavenly whirlwind from Allah Aleph, and they talk about Serach lived a very long life, and maybe Pinchot lived a very long life. But besides for those examples, a regular person, the regular lot, no one else has cheated death. Everyone dies after 120 years, we should be Zocha 120 years, but everyone ends up in the ground. That's where we're all going. Who are you going to give justification and reckoning in front of? Before God, the King of all kings, who reigns over all kings, the ultimate King, the one true King, Hashem himself, the Holy One, blessed is He. We think about where we came from, we think about where we're going. We think about who we're going to have to talk to. We're going to be asked those questions. Did you do your business dealings honestly? Did you wait for Mashiach? Did you try to have children? Did you set aside times every day for learning Torah? Again, it doesn't say 80 hours a week. It says, do you set aside permanent times, whether it be five minutes, an hour, whatever you could set aside. You have to just be koveya itim. however you can. Listen to the daf, read the daf on the train. Try to do a little parsha, read some daily Torah emails, whatever, every day. Make sure when you become before Hashem, He's going to ask you what was your name, and if you say your pasuk every day. By the way, after Shmona Esrei in Shmona Esrei, mine say every day. I'm Nasa Morochei Ner Hashem Neshemas Adam Chafes Kol The light of God is the is the candle, is the soul of Hashem, soul of man. I its yearning in our hearts, yearning in our souls. Obviously, the translation is not so great. Ma hafti Torah secha? How much I love your Torah, Hashem. all day. I talk about it. I always find it very interesting that I have a passion for audio and talking. When one of my verses of my psukim talk about Torah and actually talking about it, and that's of course what I do. So we talk about our psukim every day. When we come before Hashem, Hashem is going to ask what your name is, and I could say, hopefully, after 120 years, Nasan Mordechai. What's your name? What are you going to say? When you come before Hashem and they're going to ask you, were you the best Naseh Mordechai you could have been? You could have done X, Y, and Z. And hopefully I'll say, yeah, I did these five shows. I did this stuff in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of people look and they say, oh, you could have been this. You could have been that. Why did you waste your potential? Why did you waste your time? You come before Hashem. He shows you a videotape of your entire life. All the terrible things, all the good things. And everyone's there is watching it from Moshe Rabbeinu to Avraham to David and Melech to your ancestors, to your parents, to grandparents. It's very embarrassing. So hopefully you do true throughout all your days and you only see good things. But think about these things that will help you not sin. Where did you come from? Where are you going and who are you going to stand in front of? Those should help you keep your place in life and keep your trajectory. Good things, hopefully, doing in life. The Sforno points out it is proper That you contemplate the origin of your being and its culmination, be it regarding the physical aspect of man or the intellectual one. Now behold, the physical part of man, both its beginning and its end, is loathsome and perishable. Therefore, it's not fitting to exert one's energies in its pursuit. The intellectual element, however, can be good and beneficial or conversely evil. According to man's endeavors in this realm, as it is judged by the Holy King, therefore one must make efforts... To succeed in his attempts in the intellectual realm, and use caution to avoid that which may prevent him from its attainment, so that he may be found meritorious when judged from on high. As a result of this contemplation, you will not come into the grip of sin. For you will not pursue the gratification of your physical desires, instead, you will attempt to succeed in refining and improving your intellectual abilities, working on your medals, working on your bad traits, which are permanent, so that you will be merited to find worthy on the day of your reckoning before the King of Kings. The notes point out, the Sforno's commentary on this Mishnah addresses a question which is also discussed by many other commentators. Why does Akavya repeat his three rhetorical questions? Ostensibly, he should have simply provided the answers. Why did he see it necessary to repeat the questions in the second part of the Mishnah? The Sforno explains that Akiva Akavya discusses two different aspects of man's nature, the physical and the spiritual. Every person has a dual nature. Nefesh HaSikhli, Nefesh HaBahami, the spiritual and the materialistic, the, the animal and the soul Every person has this dual nature possesses these two disparate temperaments. Thus, there are two ways of approaching the question, whence does he come? One answers that man was created in the image of God, he will eventually return to his Father in heaven, as the Torah states to us, Your children of Hashem, your God, from Devarim. However, this answer is not given by a for he addresses the physical aspect of man. However, it is alluded to in the first part of the mission, where the three questions are treated as rhetorical and are therefore left unanswered. In this second part of the mission, however, the three questions are addressed on the pragmatic level. From this perspective, man's origin is far from being pure and noble, for he is conceived from a putrid drop. Eventually, he shall return to the dust where he came and give an accounting to the Supreme Judge. To contemplate upon the first aspect of man is a challenge to one's nobler character, while reflecting upon the second counters his evil inclination and helps to deter him from sin. Remember where you come from, a little bit of DNA. Remember where you're going to end up in the ground like everyone else. Remember who you're going to stand in front of with those four questions about your name, the videotape of life. Hopefully this can help you temper bad things, temper bad inclinations, try to do the good, try to follow the good in life. And hopefully you will do good things in life and be meritorious to have a wonderfully good life. Join us next time as we talk about praying for the welfare of the government here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tony.